everyone, Casey Kent here on the Creepcast of DynamiteCreepy.com and on today's show, very excited to have WWE superstar Glenn Kane Jacobs. Uh, he's on to talk about his new film, See No Evil 2, that's on VOD and Digital HD October 17th. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to what he had to say. How are you? Good, how are you, man? Good, thanks. Thanks for joining us on the Creepcast. Uh, let's go ahead and talk... No thank you. Of course. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about your new film, See No Evil 2, that you teamed up with the Sasuke sisters uh, for the sequel here. Uh, a couple years ago, we actually saw you at San Diego Comic-Con at the Mattel booth, and we walked through, we walked through the uh, interview line, or the, the autograph line, and <clears throat> we were asking you about the sequel, and you kind of laughed at us and, and said, well, not how the first one ended, I don't, I don't anticipate that happening. So I was just kind of curious, did you know this was on the horizon? Did you expect a sequel for See No Evil? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, after probably two years and no sequel, I was like, well, you know, there, there isn't going to be one, um, which was surprising because, you know, evil, you know, they had, um, pretty good commercial success. And, you know, so I would have thought that, you know, immediately, um, that they would have made a sequel. Uh, but I think what happened was there were just some changes going on, uh, at, at WWE Studios and, uh, they were going in a different direction and, uh, all that sort of stuff. And then what happened, um, was a couple years ago, uh, we hired Michael Luisi, who is a Hollywood veteran, uh, as the head of, uh, the film division of WWE. And Michael has a really specific vision, um, for the film division. And that is to make genre films, to make them quickly. We shot Team Evil 2 in 15 days. And, uh, in most cases, they go direct to DVD or, you know, Blu-ray and that sort of stuff. But um, I think what happened was just when Michael uh, took over, that's when, you know, there became uh, interest in doing a sequel to Seen again. I just got to see it last night, actually, and I, I really see the extension of your Kane character, obviously, which I love, um, pulled into this character uh, quite a bit, it seems like. And so I was just kind of curious when I was watching the Blu-ray, you mentioned that you see Jacob Goodnight's character as kind of a Norman Bates type character with that mother-son kind of weird bond that's going on. Uh, I think you said he's he's very big version of Norman, but he's bigger and meaner. So I totally get that comparison. And I was just curious if you're a fan of classic horror films like Psycho or what are some of your favorites that, that we should check out this Halloween season? Yeah. Um, well, of course, you know, you do have that theme, uh, from Psycho, you know, of the mother is the actual villain, you know, and she's messed the kid up so badly that you know, he, he never had a chance, right? He's, he's not really the bad guy. He's just an instrument of her evilness. Um, but, yeah, you know, my, uh, I, I, I loved the original Halloween. Uh, I thought it was very, very well done. Uh, you know, uh, John Carpenter is just a brilliant director. And, of course, you have... Uh, the other Halloweens with my friend Daniel Harris in them. Yeah. So those are great too. Um, and then the, uh, I really liked uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, especially especially the first one and the introduction of Freddy and uh, The Exorcist, which yeah. uh, I actually, I really don't enjoy watching that because it's it's actually too disturbing, you know. <laughs> oh, I I know. I've I've actually you know, I, yeah. I watched some uh, some B roll footage of Linda Blair 
Um, and it's just creepy watching B roll of her, like to watch, to watch that with no sound and her expressions. And it's, it's totally creepy. You know, and, and when they remastered it, you know, and they, uh, they did the DLRC crab walks backwards down the stairs. It's just, I actually got goosebumps. Like I, I, you know, that's it. Um, and, and, uh, you know, the Omen series, uh, but my favorite by far is how it's lambs. Yes. What do you think of the TV adaptation of that with Hannibal? Have you watched that yet much? Or I know it's completely different. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately I haven't. You know, we're, we're so busy. I don't, I don't really get to watch that much TV. Yeah, um, I need to. I, uh, I met Mads at um, a Horehound convention that I went to in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Catherine Isabel, who was in Fino Evil 2, I think did two episodes of Hannibal this year. Yeah. So, Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty interesting how they wrap that world around it in the TV TV version. So, uh, since we're kind of talking about horror films, of course, you've worn a lot of you know your fair share of mask in your time playing Kane, and now we we see it on Jacob Goodnight in the sequel. So, uh, I'm just kind of curious about your thoughts on him donning the mask, and and if you have a particular mask in the horror genre that you you gravitate towards, since you've got an iconic mask yourself. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the one with the, uh, the bars across his cheek. We actually, uh, we're actually going to pattern a mask after that for Kane's, uh, but, you know, it just never really happened, you know, but we thought that would have been cool. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, you know, the Michael Myers, Michael Myers and Jason masks are, uh, you know, uh, they're just sort of, they're just so much, uh, a part of pop culture at this point, it, you know. It's funny how Michael Myers kind of took on this ominous thing with the kind of expressionless mask when it's really Shatner's face that was turned inside out. They cast the mask after it. So it's funny that that still kind of strikes fear into everybody. So uh, kind of yeah, interesting. And, and I think, you know, you're probably on to something there. It's probably the fact that it isn't expressionless, you know, and emotionless. That's why it's so creepy. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the guy's not human. He doesn't have any emotions. doesn't care. Now I want to I want to talk a second about some of the characters you've played throughout the years uh, and and see how they'd square off against one another. Who would possibly win in a no holds barred match? Now we've got a classic I'm pulling out with Doctor Isaac Yankum. <laughs> he wouldn't win anything. He, he wouldn't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just cross him off the list immediately. Unless he like gasses someone, he's not winning anything. Okay. Uh, but then we got Kane and Jacob Goodnight. Who do you think would win? Because, they, like I said, I can see the extension, obviously, from the Kane character, but who do you think would win in that match? It would depend on uh, if there were weapons involved or not, because if there were weapons <laughs> involved, you know, Jacob would win. But if it was a straight mano y mano, uh, bare hands battle, uh, Kane holds, definitely holds the upper edge because uh, that's what he's an expert at. Uh, maybe they should just be tag team. That'd probably be the best way to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a chance to talk with Dylan, who you know plays Hornswoggle on another WWE film, Leprechaun Origins, and I asked him which would be worse: spending three hours in the makeup chair, getting made into the Leprechaun, because he said he spent a lot of time with prosthetics, or if you get choke slammed by you in the rain, 
and he said it was worse getting makeup. So I want to I wanted to see what you had to comment <laughs> if you care to comment on that. Well, yeah, the, the reason is because you know you do the choke slam and uh, you get knocked out and that's it. But the makeup is an ongoing <laughs> process, you know. And, and the deal with Dylan too was uh, it wasn't just the three hours of makeup; it's the fact that he had to stay in that suit for like however long they're shooting, you know, twelve or fourteen hours a day. So I can imagine uh, that's torture. Uh, in Chino Evil Two, you know, um, we uh, we had a couple. Uh, scenes with prosthetics, um, and this was, I had to wear it all day, um, you know, but it was only two days, I think, that I had to do any prosthetics, but, it, and it wasn't a full body thing either, it was just, uh, you know, in the first movie, I lost my eye, yeah. so we had to have continuity with the second movie, um, it wasn't that big a deal, but I couldn't wait to get out of that thing, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine what being in a whole body suit would be like, it'd be terrible. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, because you did kind of luck out in that sense so far with these two films. You haven't really had to deal with that, and now you're just wearing a mask that kind of helps protect you. But it's kind of interesting that you've been able to dodge that bullet thus far in horror movies, so. Yeah. Uh, we, you, know, like, you know, um, uh, when you get uh, a head cast done, you know. Oh, uh, um, yes. That's, yeah, that, that's no fun at all. It's, it, you know, it can... Uh, you know, it, it can cause you to panic. Uh, in fact, what I've done now is for any more upcoming movies, uh, I've kept the, uh, you know, the last FX house is actually a, a Todd Masters and, and Masters FX, you know, but they cast me for Single Evil 2. So I've got their number and to, in the future it'd be like, look, you know, we don't need to make another more of my hands. <laughs> guys, they got it. It's all good. Very, <laughs> very smart move on that part. Now, we kind of talked about Daniel Harris a little bit earlier with the Halloween films that she's one of your co-stars in this and, a screen queen in her own right. So uh, we've spoken with her a few times on the podcast and seen her at some horror conventions. I'm just curious what your experience was uh, like working with Danielle on this because it seems like you guys have a lot of fun. Yeah, Danielle's great. Um, you know, uh, she plays a little bit different character in this movie because, you know, generally she's, you know, the badass chick. Um, you know, and in this one, uh, she is, but she's not. It's a little more subtle. You know, there comes mm-hmm. a point and she's ready to go. Um, you know, but it, it's it's a little different than you know than what people are going to be used to seeing out of Danielle. But she's a great actress. Uh, you know, and she was great to be around. And the whole the whole cast uh, was just great. I mean, you know, it was great seeing last night's premiere. And um, you know, that's I think that's part of when you have a successful project, that's part of it is everybody comes away being friends, you know, and having a bond. And I think that everybody that did this movie seemed able to feel like that about one another. Well, speaking of, of the cast and, you know, the director, Saskas, uh, I was just curious how it was to work with kind of a two-headed monster <laughs> for a director. Uh, th- those are some, some guys that we talked to a few times before, too, and they're, they're a ton of fun, so I didn't know how it was like to work with them. Uh, when the- they're... they're- awesome man um you know and i've told them to not forget about me when they become big shot hollywood directors because <laughs> that's what they're going to be and they're just awesome i mean really when i first started with the movie i was like well, how am i going to work with two directors you know because there's going to be conflict right right but with me is even though you're working with two people you're working with one mind yes because they share this common vision it's almost like they have a psychic link with one another you can ask jen a question 
and she'll get an answer, and you know, you ask the same question as Sylvia, and she gives you the exact same answer. Right. You know? Yeah, so, they, they almost. I would say they almost finish each other's sentences in mid-sentence. We had that happen yeah. in interviews before where they finish a thought and it's almost like a seamless sentence. So I can imagine if that carries over in director's chair, that's amazing for an actor to, to have to kind of... It, it does because, you know, it's they don't at all but heads. What they do is actually compliment one another to the point to where, you know, instead of, like I said, instead of dealing with one... Instead of dealing with two people and have it a divided split, you're dealing with one person... And it, it adds to the whole thing. And what's really cool about them and Sylvia, too, is they have so much energy, and they're so bubbly, and they're so great. You know, at the premiere last night in L.A., here you are with Kenny, you know, WWE uh, superstar, over-the-top personality and all this, and they're the ones that end up taking the whole thing over, you know? <laughs> Just, I mean, you know, they're the ones that are around taking pictures of them already, and they're the ones that we want to talk to, and, you know, it, it was just great to work with them, and uh, they they've really become two of my most favorite people in the whole world. That's awesome, man. Now, we we all know you as your wrestling personality, and you're one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, just for starters, but you also have kind of a fascinating backstory, I feel like, and I, I won't dive too deep into it, but, uh, you know, you got an English degree, and I think that probably helps you play into the fact of storytelling and maybe acting that stuff out. I could be wrong, but uh, something else that I thought was fascinating that a lot of people may not know about is that you had a political podcast at one point, the Tiny Political Show. That's been quite a while ago, I know, and you're kind of dabbling every now and then. But I'm just curious, after the wrestling career is over, you know, you're starting to get into film, you do have some political interest. Is there anything that we'd see, I don't know, maybe a run in an office at some time, that Jesse the Body Ventura mentality, but maybe not in the same voice? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I did uh, I really don't know what the future holds for me. I mean, I, I do have a lot of different things going on um, because I don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing about politics is it's it's really uh, it's a dirty game. And really the reason that I uh, pay attention to politics is because I hate it, not because <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um, you know, uh, so I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what the future holds. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm still... Um, enjoying my time at WWE, you know, I try to keep myself in as good a shape as I possibly can, you know, because a lot of times I'm out there with guys that are, in some cases, you know, almost half my age, <laughs> but I still look at it as they've got to keep up with me, I'm not trying to keep up with them, and, uh, you know, as long as I can perform at a high level, and as long as I'm having fun at WWE, you know, that's what I plan on doing. Well, something in the future, does the future hold a see no evil three? I'm going to ask you this now, because well, last time, last time you lied to me. <laughs> well, um, actually, uh, the girls and I have been talking, the Spock and I have been talking, and uh, we have an idea. So okay. hopefully uh, hopefully there will be, yes. All right. Well, we'll wait and see that. Now, See No Evil 2 is on VOD and digital download. You can get it October 17th, so that's going to be tomorrow. Blu-ray and DVD on October 21st. And I just want to say, Glenn, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, best of luck with the film. Best of luck with Raw. I believe you're rolling through Kansas City very soon, aren't you? Yep. I will be there on Monday, actually. All right. We'll see. You've still got tickets available for that. So uh, thanks again, and, and uh, wish you all the all the success in the world, man. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. All right. Take care. Thanks, Bye-bye.